0: Guys, what's up, Akokites? What's up, Unilag, We are back for another episode of What's Up Unilag, Um, actually, we didn't go anywhere. We've been consistent for for the late uh, for the last few weeks, which is actually good. So this is still to be uh, your favorite guy, as usual. I have the gang here. Yeah. Scott how are you doing? Yeah, you look amazing today. You know, you look dapper. <laughs> <laughs> Find that you're smiling. The no, lip gloss. That's good.
1: Hello, everyone. What's up, guys? you know i can't go anywhere without my lip gloss <laughs> my name is farida aka Farry for real and we're back on another episode thank you especially for your feedback on the men's mental health episode i kept getting dms and feedbacks from you guys thank you so much
2: what's up everybody i threw me a you've and i've been getting a lot of nice comments about my looks lately ah, damn this is good <laughs> this is very good
0: I, I was actually trying to compliment you, but honestly, I don't know. You don't live to the hype. Well, let's... Okay, believe. So, yeah, me too. I think I got some DMs too. People are, were actually commenting on that. Men's life matter. And yeah, truly men's life matter. So, we hope for from, from men's faults, men start taking proper care of their life. They started looking out for themselves. That's pretty good. So, um, as usual, we have a new thing to discuss today. And we are looking at something really special we are going back to our various homes you know where how we grew up how we were brought up yeah so we basically look at uh, the parenthood toxicity of parents and basically all of that you know we some people grow old and feels like um their parents were too harsh on them the discipline was too much and people some people think they were like you know taking parents were just too flexible with them and all of that so we we'll basically be like sharing our you know sidehood stories our upbringing and all of that and looking at all of these things together so scott how was um growing up like you know what, what can you really like describe your parents as are they the flexible ones are they the ones that are very rigid that are very keen on discipline you know
2: Okay, so let me start with my father. <laughs> my father, in particular, my father was this or uh, is this very strict person, he's very keen on discipline. But my mother, on the other part, she's just this very easygoing, no wahala person. Mm-hmm. So, my dad, being the strict person and the old school type, actually, is the old school person, he believes old school rules and everything. There was a, at, at the point he used to tell us that, let, let's say we or I, in particular, let me, let me use myself. Let's say I do something very offensive or offensive. It will be like the person that raised him, this one, down that, that he dare not talk back to him, blah blah blah. And I'm like, man, in my mind, actually, say, man, we are in the 21st century. Don't be giving us a, the person that raised you, this one, he dare not talk back to him, this one, down. And all of us, the five of us, the children, we are not free with my dad. We're not free. We don't really discuss and have those kind of parents-child discussions. No, no, no. Just school, school talk and some other important, <laughs> some serious conversations. So when I was growing up and I started meeting people and I would see them interact with their parents. I was like, ah, are you sure there's nothing about this parenting thing that I was not thought of? <laughs> Like, how will a father and a child or a father and a daughter, father and son be having this kind of discussion? Like, you're having a party discussion. Like, I'm like, this is strange to me. I was at a friend's place. I spent like a week there, and I saw the way the parents were interacting with the kids. I'm like, ah, I'm all. this this. It was as if I grew up in another part of the world entirely. So that part, I still how will I even put it? I that, that memory really stuck. Yeah, it. that yeah yeah up to now. Even up to now, <laughs> it's just once in a while. I Just try to bring. I try to like bring up a conversation with my dad. And the connection is always shortened.
0: Always
2: shortened. Because something (laughs) yes, some level of seriousness. Because Mm -hmm. like they always say, Rome was not built in a day. Yeah,
0: yeah.
2: Assuming we had that connection with my father right from start, it would have been easy. You can just sit down and gist with your dad. But now, let's say I'm in the sitting room with my dad. After ten minutes of silence, (laughs) I'll just say something serious. Maybe talk about (laughs) track. Something that has seriousness in it. I talk about my projects, okay, so we can just chat and leave the atmosphere. And I might feel parenting, ha- parenting has gone way beyond the way my dad actually
0: took his own... <laughs> no, 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 no. I-, I think you have the opportunity now to take it to another step. Take
2: it's it to another step? St- yeah, of course, nah, of course. With what I've seen, and everything, mm-hmm. uh, I can't have that... I can't raise my kids the way my dad raised me in that manner. No, 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 no.
1: Wow, well, that's really interesting. Um, for me, growing up, I... I didn't get to see my parents like really, really much. My parents used to like work a lot, but they made sure that we're not like left alone. I grew up in a crash. I didn't, I didn't start staying alone at home until like secondary school, just as one. Um, we're always locked up. Like we couldn't go out from school. You go to daycare, from daycare like this. You have lesson from lesson. Then my mom gets back maybe, like, by 10 p.m. Then I'm going back home. Then I'm sleeping. And the cycle continues. And as we grew up and we could stay at home, our parents trusted us to start staying at home by ourselves. It just felt like I was really used to, like, that life. I wasn't very, very, like, sociable. I couldn't, like, go out. It felt... My parents felt like, oh, they, they already gave us everything that we needed. So there was no point to be going out and be associating with other children. <laughs> Or to be talking to other people and all of that but like something that was significant about like the kind of parents parenting the kind of parenting that i had was um they kind of gave us like the liberty to you know choose what we wanted for ourselves to kind of experience like life a little bit and like i had phones i had phones back from when nokia those small nokia phones i had nokia asha i used blackberry so i didn't i didn't understand when people say oh their parents didn't let them have phones i don't i can't relate (laughs) i had phones my my dad introduced me to big brother so they kind of gave us liberty. even like with religion i was not forced to do anything i was i was given the opportunity to to experience like religion on my own terms so yeah, so it's kind of a mix of both and now that i'm grown i'm grown up i can also like see point things and say hey this thing i'm doing is not good or i want to have the freedom to be able to do this myself i want to be able to go out i want to be able to do that so i think i just had a mixture of both worlds like the overprotective world and like the parents that say okay you can do this by yourself
0: yeah i think i i had a similar side with, with Scott though my parents were not trying to shit me out of the from the outside world so basically we were given that kind of freedom we could go out play play football but well, I think one thing my dad always does is that he always makes sure that whatever we do there's always a consequence for whatever we do so anytime we default. He tried to, like, my, my dad beats a lot. Like, <laughs> my dad should beat you. Hey, <laughs> So, we know that already. So, one time we just, like, we've gone, we've gone astray. You know that we're meeting him at home. So, it was just basically that kind of stuff. My mom was very cool. Like, she's, like, you know, like, like all moms are very empathetic. You can, you know, we talk. So, my, my dad and I hardly have this. We when growing up. We basically don't have... Lighter conversations, they're always yeah. on seriousness. My so, in fact, when my dad is when I come back from work, you basically can't watch any movie again. Can't the, watch any it is oh, empty, there's all this news like you know, everybody sit down, you know, you you know, you know, you already know the case with my dad. So, my mom, then we could, we could see my, my mom's loved Hollywood, so Yoruba films. So, my brother and I were like, we basically want to watch Korean movies, was uh, Hollywood. Action movies, all of that. So we now have to like, you know, negotiate with my mom like okay, oh, we want to watch movie, oh, but we have to collect one euro Yoruba film. So you watch this film, so sometimes mom will even join us and say like, okay, this film is very interesting. But my dad, there's nothing wants to convince him. Like, is that a book? So you basically like when my dad is around, so German is around, so you have to focus on the the news. So even up to this moment, like when my dad and I call, I call only last more than 30 minutes, 30 seconds. How you school? You know, it's just very straightforward. <laughs> even even yesterday, I called my mom. I think, and my mom was like, she was somewhere, and she called me later. I didn't pick. that like she called me when my dad was around. So my mom like, they're basically like chatting around. What did you? eat, what did? You, where did you go? All of that. Like, what are you doing? And then say the dad is here. Should I give him the phone? I said yes. I just giving the phone. I like, okay. And there was a discussion my dad and I had last like, week, but I just went straight into that discussion. <laughs> like that. That was not the point of me. Asking my mom to give him the phone. Just basically, my mom, you know, reaching out to me and I was my dad, like, how are you doing? And I went back to that conversation, like, straightforward. I'm like, okay, 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 okay no problem. And 15 seconds, we were done. <laughs> so we were done. So so sometimes we just, anytime we want to, like, at least have a lighter conversation, mm-hmm. it's always around politics. So if it's politics, my dad and I can, like, talk, 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 talk. So I think, aside from that, we basically don't have, like, friendly talks. For politics,
1: eh? last time. <laughs> My dad is supporting Sinobu. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, so the last you
1: know, time we talked about, about it, so there amazing. was like a huge fight. Mm. There was like a really big fight. So like, I don't know. How do you talk <laughs> about so politics with your parents? Actually, mm. bef- because they don't really understand yeah. the way we see it. I feel like my dad underst- My dad is just kind of like stuck in those times where yeah. they don't really like get where we come from. Like our own perspectives. From me, I'm like, can't you see? It? Can't you see what I'm suffering? Yeah. Like I've been I'm, out of school. Like we- for, for like my, my, my the my longest times. So they don't, don't really like get
0: it. This, um,
2: okay. What Farida said is actually almost the same thing as my dad. So my dad will tell you he has been supporting Tinubu ever before any of you were born. So why would you now change? Why would you now change that? No, he has no other reason to yeah, change.
0: Like, so yeah, that, that. I, I think on recent development in politics, I've not engaged my dad. So I don't know his point. But I think he will be supporting Tinubu as well because he's an APC man. But this is, this is a problem. The sentiment comes from the days of MKO, you know, moving down to, you know, the, the, the socialist party, social democratic party, all of that. So, these guys were very sympathetic about the cause of MKO, which is like very genuine and moving down to days of AD versus PDP. You know, like PDP was like the villain then and people wanted AD and uh, this guy, Tinubu championed the cause. Like, even at, at that time too, I was a bit sympathetic but my dad used to like engage me as far as primary school days. Used to engage me in politics. <laughs> so I feel like that, that's where the uh the sentiment comes from. So they've known this guy. Like they believe like that this guy fought OBJ, the tyranny of ABJ in Southwest, then. So many people so these old people actually believe so much in him. But I think the problem is that we you young people we I feel like it's because the their political ideas do not align with the new guy it's just we used that feel like this guy has spoken to us we've heard him talk and we've seen what he has been doing but this is the person they've known like he has always been their, their political messiah from days back mm. and they've been open, uh, open for a time like this like so that's why it's very difficult not to exactly to so they just feel like Peter will be just one random guy I that wants to come a up a random why random are you what? where <S laughs> did 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 you come up
2: still some that the opinion that because Peter will he's an Igbo man that's why they don't want to vote yes. for him there are still some parents that very, have that kind
0: of valid. I feel like when you're talking about tribalism very, that is yes, very valid. ingrained in every Nigerian it's very, valid. very valid honestly
1: and, even and, people, we
0: have people, and we have people that are not supporting him because of his tribe not basically because even
1: what is capable of even are supporting people. Peter Obi we know that it's because of his tribe, tribe yes. apart from the fact that yes yes APC is doing bad or whatever it's because of the tribe obviously so I was, I was in a camp. I
2: was going yeah. somewhere this particular day, and the driver, I don't know even what I don't know what transpired. So, there was this guy in the cab, he engaged the driver in a conversation, so it led to politics. He was not asking that, okay, the guy, the driver is a young man, let's say mid 30s or even late 20s, and all this man said was that, ah, Emily vote from Peter um, Obi, oh, yeah, state your reasons. This man could not say anything, he just kept hammering on the fact that he could not I vote for him because it was Ibo. I'm like, ah, I just kept quiet. I'm not no, to talk. 'cause I even hate I hate arguing or discussing politics argue with in the
1: public. Especially like yeah, someone I'll with that bend, kind of mindset. they i all on that particular mindset. I don't know how to argue with people like that. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, honestly, if if you are in this kind of situation, you just have to understand your parents where their views are coming from and engage them. You know, maybe we... My
2: siblings and my parents they're always arguing. They always argue. I think two days ago, three days ago, my brother came to the group chat, family group and was saying it just finished a fight with my dad.
0: I feel like they should not do the argument of a team. Now there, there was a time my dad had because over time my dad and I always have the same political perspective on so many things. Probably because I grew up under his political tutelage. So but but there was a time we my, so my mom had different this So I engaged him. The way I engaged him kind of like reason. So my dad is going kind of instance, that is very liberal and he's open minded. So if you can just engage him like, you know, give him solid facts, he he probably so but then I'm not engaging in recent time anymore. Everybody sacrifice, battling, <laughs> so we we don't really discuss that. So I think what happened, my dad is loyal to APCs and APC man from the days of AD to AC to ACN, so to APC now. So he has always been a party man and party loyalty. I think that, that's one yes, thing about you know, too, you. party loyalty. So, but then when I, I was telling him, my, my mom wanted to vote for another person because the other candidate was for my mom's local government, my mom's hometown, so basically I my mean, dad was like party man me, I was like, okay, well, because this person's we align with the youth's agenda and all of that so the three of us are different kind of this, everybody went to vote for whoever they wanted But well, so I actually like if you're in this kind of situation, just please engage your parents the right way, you can change their mind and you should, you know all this argument not like, daddy uh, they cannot see what you are saying, please, <laughs> they, this is who they know, exactly, it is who they know that is it. So that's our politics. It is who you trust, you go with. It's who you know. They know Tinubu. They don't know Peter Obi. Peter Obi just come. So you really need to do a lot of serious hard work to change your mind. omo um, well, we've actually digressed. So
2: I think I will play this this um, this particular
0: episode.
2: I will play it in my dad's presence. So you will listen and we hear what to be said. Maybe you can <laughs> I can try to persuade him with this.
0: Yeah. So th- that is it. So now let's you know we've. All talked about our childhood and all of that, and you know, we and I noticed something that some people grew up and like, I love the fact that my parents disciplined me those days, they beat me, and that's actually working for me. As people grew up, I like it was because my dad took us our uh, upbringing with levity, it was because he was too harsh. That's what brought me here. Now, the, the point is, do you think this discipline, yeah, is that, so? Did you think it actually worked? or a child, like, choose their path on their own, or it was actually the way Mm -hmm. their parents disciplined them actually worked out.
1: So, on if discipline actually, like, moulds children, I would say yes, in a way. But then, like, what does it mould me to believe? Does it... Does beating me make me believe that, oh, okay, stealing is bad, or if I do it, mommy is going to beat me? I don't know if you get what I'm saying. So... Is beating me, teaching me that this thing is actually not right. Farida, don't do it, okay? So there are, like, repercussions for it. And if I steal someone's money, I can potentially, like, hurt someone, money that they have worked for. Or, ah, if I do this, the mom is going to beat me, oh. And when I when I go out, I'm leaving, I still have the trauma of when I did it. So fear, exactly, that's what I'm trying to say. So, yes, it does affect us, but, like, it doesn't really, like, you know, mold us positively it doesn't really like teach children why these things that we are being told not to do why why exactly are they saying that we should not do it? I do not should not eat from auntie kenny yeah. why should i not eat from auntie kenny's food so many of us grow up into like believing things that are not meant to be and are not right but yeah i still believe that yes a little bit of like spanking and right there is right like for some children something i really really stop on <laughs> but i think that you just really need to understand the kind of child that it is and there should be, like, a balance. So you should, like, learn to, like, teach children. Let them understand, like, what's wrong with this thing that I'm saying I shouldn't, that these children should not do. Why? For a long time, I didn't know why I shouldn't go out. Why do? Or are you saying I shouldn't go and talk to other children? I shouldn't play with them. I didn't really understand it until much later. And even some of the things I I don't do... To be honest, it's because of me. I learned most of these things myself. And to be honest, children are going to learn at the end of the day. They're going to learn. They're always going to learn. We're going to grow up and see the reasons. All this. Even if you're not a child, they will learn. <laughs> so you're not going to teach children everything under the age of 10 years old. We're going to learn at the end of the day. I feel like parents need to understand this thing.
2: And there should be a balance to discipline and talking to your child. I feel... You should let your child know there's a particular repercussion for doing something. Like if you do this, you don't necessarily have to beat that child for him or her to know that okay, why well, I did this. but you can talk to your child and say this thing, let him or her know that so so thing, okay, this is what will happen when you do such a thing. So don't even try to do something like that. Me, when I was when I was growing up, my dad used to beat me a lot. I do something, just beat me. And I used to get angry, like, man, really? this not that you hate <laughs> me, but sometimes I used to think that actually. I'm like, okay, I did something now. You beat me. You now tell after beating me, you're not telling me, okay, this is why you should not do such a thing. i will, in my mind I'll be like, okay, do you think it's this beating that now make me stop? And with that kind of mindset, I will intentionally do that no, thing again. It now you got, to, got to it got yeah, it got to a point that I used to do some things intentionally. And I'll have the mindset that should be now you bomb me, I could kill me now. So I was very, very stubborn then. But what I think is that there should be a balance to all these things. Discipline. Nobody says you should not discipline a child. Of course, you should discipline a child. But then talk to your children. I will lay more emphasis on that, talking to your children. I will lay more emphasis on that. Growing up, meeting people, I now discover that you don't actually need to beat children. Like I, I used myself as an example before. I said... I used to do something national, so it would beat me. And so there are a lot of... You
0: be, would you beat your children when you grow when you young?
2: The, Yeah, spanking. I, w- I will. I will. But not, not th- the way my dad beats. <laughs> yes, not dramatically. No. Not the soldier kind of beat, not the kind of beat me that I had. Talk, beat. Or talk, let me not use the word beat. Talk,
0: spank. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, where where I feel? something.
1: To be honest, like the children that have I... been... To be honest, children are being brought up now. They are better behaved than we. Like the new generation, I see my baby cousins. Like they know, and they are not like they don't. Their parents don't beat them, and they know what is right, what is wrong. They know how to talk to people, and they're more sociable. We we grow up a lot of all these anti-social behaviors because we are afraid. We don't want to talk to people. Yes. But these children can walk up to anybody, and they can also speak up for themselves. Like if, if you're doing something wrong to them, they are very confident. So. Many of the things, the way we're brought up, it has affected us like, more negatively than positively. To be very honest, if we look at it very strategically, the children that we have right now they are way better than we were back in the days.
0: Okay, okay. I think when beating, you know, being street, there's actually two resultants here. It's either the child becomes rebellious or they become very compliant. And comply in the sense that their self-esteem begins to calm down and it's very bad. So I think um, parents should just be like very intentional about how they bring up their kids. You know, if you want to beat, you want, if you want to beat, just a little spanking would do. Then you talk more to your kids, like let them feel it, like you know, just call them. You know, I think children actually appreciate when you treat them like adults. Yes. Like, you're like, you're having a conversation with them, they, they always love it. Because I remember this is going up whenever I conversion with someone very older than me, you know, I always very cherish that moment, you know yeah, it I shows a lot feel of feel respect, too, too. yeah, so I think men should do more about that. and um even the Bible said, like you do not spread your rod for your kids so mm-hmm. I, I I can't complete the verse, I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> what do not spare the rod and spoil the child. Yeah, do not spare the rod and spoil the child, yes. So it's very important to we take that aspect of discipline very seriously. But then everything should be like there should be moderation. Yes. There should mm-hmm. So that's what I think. So uh um, ask Scott this question the other time. So Fida would you beat your kids?
1: Um yes, I would, to be honest, because that's mm-hmm. that's the way I grew up with <laughs> <laughs> And to be honest... The
0: cycle continues. (laughs) The cycle continues.
1: A little bit here and there. I believe in discipline. I believe in beating discipline. Like it works... So it's not totally, it's not totally bad. And they are different children. You cannot say, we're going to talk to all the children. mm -hmm. Some children will not listen to talking (laughs) more. You have have to be, so so you have to enforce a little bit, but it's going to be majorly talking. At least I will start with talking and see like, does this work with the child? Mm -hmm. So I think more talking for me.
0: Okay, so would you like, okay, this discipline of thing, would you categorize it as being toxic? Because some people believe their parents were very, were actually very toxic, bring them up because of their strictness or something. Would, would you believe there's a point where we can say parents are very toxic?
1: Yes, yes. Apart from being toxic, yes. Apart from being toxic, another angle that we didn't even really understand is anger issues. A lot of parents, a lot of our parents had really terrible anger issues it's just like you do something and you're really angry and you just want to take it out and many of us we grew up like that and once we're angry it's just like if um joseph does something to me i'm really angry Would i now say like, because of that i'm going to hit him i'm not going to hit him now so why are we hitting our children when we are angry just let them understand i know it's really really difficult but it's these things actually grow up and manifest into like how we deal with people in relationships and stuff like that i was having a conversation or something on my status that um why are you hitting someone because you're angry someone was like it's normal to hit pe- it's not normal to hit people because you're angry it's not normal it doesn't make sense like it's if you feel the need someone to raise your hand and Hurt somebody because you're angry. You should need to go and check yourself. It doesn't make sense, and it shouldn't be normal. And that's what most of our parents like did back then. Exhibited back then, they didn't really understand that they had anger issues. It wasn't. Re- it wasn't majorly because you wanted to teach me anything. You just wanted to take out your anger, and you will see that once they are you, do not come. In the night and come and beg you with food <laughs> because they know that what they have done Africa, is wrong. Africa, Africa. Yes, African parents they are the masters <laughs> with yeah. that. They come and give you food. Ah, me, Wagba. So it's a lot of our parents are the love of anger issue. And I don't blame them. It's also how they have also grown up and now they understand, you know, showing love. Someone will say, Because I love you. <laughs> it's because I love you. That's why i beat you. Okay, it's me too. So I love you. Let me beat you I'm too. You. Yeah. Okay, me too. I love you. Let me beat my own back now. Why can't oh, I yeah. beat my own back? <laughs>
0: yeah, I think I have something to add. This toxic trait of a thing—it's actually like you know some people now believe that violence solves every everything. Yeah. Thing. So because parents were you know were brought up with the fact that any little thing you do, you have to be beaten. I think at, at a point in my life, I, I'm I'm actually the first person out of my siblings that my parents stopped at an early age, beating at a very early age. I think I stopped my my me me I. My dad actually started beating my maybe GSS three or something. My sibling, they still like you know. My sibling is very very rebellious. So I think what happened to me is like, I did an introspection of myself. Like, what these like are what my parents are pushing me through, and like, okay fine. If my parents are not because everything I do in life, I try to like okay let me look from other lenses. Like, does he have a religious inclination? Or immoral inclination. So I always ask myself, like, if my parents didn't tell me not to do this thing, would I still be doing it? If my church didn't tell me to do this, would I still be doing it? Like something like drinking alcohol, it took me a very long time to say to that okay, why am I not taking alcohol? Is it because my mom said I should not take alcohol? It is bad. Is it because he told us in church? So and I now it's to like okay, look for so many other reasons, personal reasons that okay, fine. Apart from all these things, I can't actually take this thing because because of so 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 and so so. But we are very different. Some people. Take all those things up, and they start reacting different ways, and th- that's why you see a child. I think I, I was with my one of my aunts. She's very like, she's like, she has anger issue, and anytime time I like, I think some, someone actually offended me. The person like younger than me, and she was expecting me to solve the situation with violence. And why didn't you just eat him? How can someone? I like why I should eat someone just because of something as little as this. So I think that 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 toxic trace begins to like grow. In kids and they feel like everything should be done with you know violence everything you should like if you if you talk back at me i hate you if you say what i don't like i hate you or if someone disrespects me the next thing is just me putting up a fight so i think just very important parents are look look into all these things because your kids are actually watching you like you are a role model today this
2: is okay Some
0: know yeah they are, because by the time like you are very angry. I will kill today. You are, and you are like, you know, you, you are like, oh, you are pouring all your anger into that kid. Yes. Your, your kid are actually looking at you. You know, I think I've had many occasions with my distant cause because I'm actually this guy that I've lived with, with many people. Like during holidays, I don't stay at home. My grandma, my grandma, blesses me when she always ensure I spend an holiday with a family member. So I've gone to like two or three family places like during holidays. I'm always spending um all the day outside my family. So I see many of them. I will see sometimes there was this guy, one of my cousins, the way his father like treats him, like he's not really his father, his guardian, And like treats him like beats him, beat the hell out of him. Like and this guy is always believing in violence, trust me. So anything now is just you know Exactly. So that that's the kind of things like, you know <laughs> so that's just his life he was brought up with. So we should just be very careful with all these things. And what Farida said that we, they kind of instill fears in us instead of like morally or bringing us like shape our moral compass. But then we are we are always afraid and it affects our sociability, self esteem. You see some kids there and they, are, they are very they are very scared to talk to you because what, what comes into their eye like if, if I see if I my say sees
2: me talking apart to from you. Like, yeah, you. Exactly, yeah exactly
0: apart from that they be like if I say what you don't like, you might beat me. So, what comes to that? Saying, like, you beat me, you beat me. So, they're, they're always scared. Some, some little kids won't talk to you and their mouth will be shaking. Yeah, because that's exactly. because anytime they say what, it, what their parent does not like, it results in beating straight. So you make a mistake. So the child is always scared to make a mistake, and I feel like every child must make a mistake Everybody to be confident. Care. Everybody. I
1: feel like someone is going to kill me if I don't make that. I used to write my brackets like a C that mm-hmm. time, and my mommy now saw it. She was like, ah, "What kind of rubbish?" and she beat me. She kept beating me until I got it right. So I still have like that trauma. So we're not really taught that it's okay to make mistake. You can You have to be perfect. Mm-hmm. You have to do things right. You need to do. You need to, as a girl. You must not show your body. You must not open this. You cannot do that. You can't talk to people anyhow. You cannot express yourself. You can't, if you don't kneel down with your two knees on the ground. <laughs> so, yes, we also, it's really toxic that we're not taught that it's okay to make mistakes. It's mm. fine to make mistakes. You just keep. You just have to keep on going. So, yeah, that was very important.
2: I was having a conversation with someone, like, a while ago. And this person, she and she asked me a question. And to be very honest, I didn't have a response to it. She said, why would you beat a child for acting like a child? Mm. And when she asked the question, I sat down and I thought about it. I couldn't respond to it. I just came up with something to just get that question. But we should ask ourselves that question. Why should we beat a child for acting like a child? Should we actually do that? Then that's one. Another thing is, parents need to understand that kids are very sensible. Yeah, they are very sensitive. Yeah. They are sensitive to what we see around them, the way we act around them. Now, if as a parent you are this very strict person and you don't have this connection with your kids, trust me, they will find some other person out there to have that bond or connection with. That person they will share things they are supposed to be sharing with you. And as parents, you should be your you should be a go to person. For your yeah, kids that they, like, they miss out yes the part of that. yes yeah like my the way I am like this <laughs> my father does not know a lot about me yeah like what happened to me while I was going things that I should have just told him about that okay me, yeah. at some point in at some point in time okay so something happened this happened but I couldn't I feel like it's not necessary. why why should I even be telling my dad this thing but my mom my, even though she does never respond to me, I can just be there. We can just be sitting together. I just say something. You just <laughs> smile because I have that freedom with that mm-hmm.
0: that liberty is there. But my that, ah, no 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 no. That's true because if you say our father as a demi god, like you don't want to say something they would not like. Yeah. You want everything to be perfect in their presence. So before you, before you take anything to them, you always make sure that and then, you are, you are moving towards perfection. Some kind of fuck up that like
1: you fuck up, eh? Your daddy was not here. <laughs> when if you fuck up and your mommy knows, immediately she does not even need to beat you When she says I'm going to tell your daddy mm. that's the biggest because we just feel like we need to be perfect <laughs> in the sight of our pay, of our daddies just need to have that respect I don't know there's all this I don't know how to explain it but for me once my mom says I'm going to tell your daddy that's the biggest punishment that you can mm-hmm. that, Just kill me <laughs> yeah, just kill I I, I prefer for my mom to beat me and say let me tell your dad my daddy. I just feel like what I I don't like disappointing my dad. That's just how I feel. Mm. They just it's just different with my dad. Yeah, I don't know how to explain it. This
0: podcast, majorly, students will be listening to it, and hardly or I think some of you will play with your parents, which is very important. So apart from the fact that yes, our parents are, and we are no more kids, basically. Like if I listen to the podcast, I want to assume ninety percent of people listening to this podcast are not kids. You know, demographic is actually eighteen to. I think twenty something like that. So, so what, what I want to say in a sense is that we we saw our parents brought us up, and you have the opportunity to like make a change when it's your turn. But then before then, I want to like do an introspection on yourself. Look at what your ke- your parents have actually like done to you, bringing you up. Look at which one I actually helped you, and which one was just very unnecessary. So you know what to do. You pick the necessary ones, the one that actually like worked for you because. And by the time it's time for you to like start your own parenthood you you can do better then I think another major point we don't really talk more about is the religious leaders mm-hmm. you know they they are kind of like the custodians of morals in our society, and most times their kids turn out to be something else mm-hmm. yeah most like a very high percentage of religious leaders happen like that. Scott, do you think there is anything actually responsible for this, or it's just natural? (laughs) I can't. I
2: I don't believe it's natural. Can I say it's negligence? Because they are so focused on other people's people's kids, other people's (laughs) lives, and their kids, they they neglect their own, their own (coughs) family, and the way their kids are being brought up. The kind of respect, the kind of of respect. Yes, exactly, exactly. Exactly. That I think that is even the major point because. Mm you know, I'm this I'm this kind of person that is preaching moral ethics and everything so you as my kid I don't really need to preach it more to you you should be seeing it you should be seeing the way I'm preaching in terms of life you should see that. you should just inculcate it in your own habits
1: so there's also another like thing I've noticed there's a lot of pressure on um, children of religious leaders to be perfect there's a lot of pressure and they don't understand that. Is God called you God not call me it's just I don't need to be on that same like wavelength. Uh, Even even wives of religious Mm -hmm. leaders, there's also another pressure. Or no, we don't really talk about it. Pressure on them to begin to leave that role. Imagine I'm married to someone now. Maybe five years down the line, now my husband just comes from nowhere and says, "Oh, God has called me. We need to start church." Me, that I'm already living a particular life. (laughs) I can't wear shower clothes anymore. (laughs) do you understand so i now need to dump live all of my life and now to be able to fit into your wow. newly found ministry that's the same thing with children that's the same thing They're the different human beings of their own spirits and i don't know calling and whatever some children they want to be footballers they they want to be musicians they want to do this that their parents or their fathers um Spiritual life may not necessarily um, approve of. I have a friend, she's a girl, she likes football, and that is a pastor. But Daddy doesn't approve, obviously, because it's a past. There's no tangible reason okay, that no you, tangible There's reason. not. That's what I'm trying to say. There's no tangible reason that you don't want her to do this, just because. It's not even against. It's football. Being a footballer. I, I again, really, I I, footballer, I, I, I can't. I can't really guess. explain. <laughs> I can't explain, but it's mostly. Really strange, right? There's no tangible reason. It's mostly what would the congregation say? What would people say? How can my daughter be doing this? My daughter, you know, she's not coming in line of my, the work of faith or the work of the Lord. So there's just this. Undue pressure for me to immediately. Like, even, even fancy yes, guys, you can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, so now I immediately now live my life according to whatever it is. You don't let they don't let pastors' or imams' children live their lives basically yeah. on their own accord. We forget that they are also human beings of their own cravings flesh <laughs> and then i want to do i want to be able to go out i want to go for parties i don't care the fact that you're a pastor i should be able to live my own life do you understand
0: and then i feel like they shouldn't be at the same standard with their appearance i think mean, i want to be the pastor basically so i was 11 then and i think one of the problem is that most of these guys most of these pastors religious leaders have gone to like criticize people's kids like very hardly very, in a very arch manner like this man I was like living with then like I, I just went to I'm on a day with him and I was with um, he has one kid like a daughter so the daughter and I were just like the kid with him then like, basically like the Levite so he, he always like criticized where you wearing shorts like I don't know the first time I was see someone like condemning so, shorts like area boys man wore shorts you know that kind of mentality and I mean, I like shorts. Then I love to wear shorts. And every time it's like, Toby, you saw me talking to someone, somebody about shorts. You saw me, you know, you, you saw me like, rebooking my uh, church members for doing this. And the same thing you are doing. It. There was a time I drew this Drake party. That's the, That's it. Party. So, ha, so ha. Ha. I. I, 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 I was a boss. I was, boss. I, I was like, like pattern. I kind of like it. There, there, there. I was just doing. I was doing a, a lookout 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 because I was because I. Was with, holidaying with a pastor. I was I was there for holiday, and the kid was actually wanted to do many things. And she felt like she's been held back, and she felt like you know I, I want to do this that my, my friends do outside. You know they could wear trousers, they could do fancier style. She's just doing this at the and that was the only thing she was allowed to do. And that was basically what it is because they've gone ahead to like criticize people's kids, and they feel like what people say about me. So And it's mostly about the image and not really yeah, that, that that perfect image that one people to see mm-hmm. and it's just basically not like that. So I think that's one of the reasons, yeah. So people should stop holding pastors' kids to the same standard of their parents, yes, you know. That yes. they're so are, are different people.
1: realistic standards. Yeah. We're all the same thing. We're all human beings. The way I am is the same way you are. It's just like Yes, yeah, sometimes you see your pastor just you say, "Ah, my pastor's child is even wearing miniskirts." safe.
0: and I think people do that a lot. And
1: we do, yes, Those we do that a lot.
0: Those people how I see many people criticizing him for just littlest of things
1: But you won't really mind. blame them when you own that. You know, your daddy is telling me that I can not wear skates. So anytime I do
0: something, people don't look at So You will not talk to me so again and do so something. Yeah, so I exactly get it. Mean. I
1: have. I used to have an aunt, um, a teacher oh, in secondary wow. school, of blessed memory. So she was the person. She was always after my skates. because I had a really short skirt in secondary school. So she was always why the skirt like this? Why is this thing like this? I'd like to see her own children. She had like two nephews, sorry, nieces rather. She had two nieces that were, you know, they are the ident- they are the perfect examples of wayward children. So I was, so I didn't even to listen to her. I know in my mind that your child is doing this, your child is doing that. So why are you coming to meet me or whatever? So yeah, um. So it's safe to say that um religious leaders, overprotective parents, all these super disciplinarians, they always have the worst children. I don't know if it's the <laughs> the opposite effect. I don't know what to call it, but there's like a whole phenomenon about it. You just get the opposite of the things that you attract or something like that. <laughs> That's just really our life is i don't I don't know what to say concerning that.
0: There is something I want to say about overprotective parents. And um no no actually we should see them as being overprotective. No but what I think like there, there's a threshold for for that, you no, know, at a point when you you discover that these are actually very overprotective. But I think like let me say those that are like moderately protective, it's basically them like exercising your own fear on your behalf. Because sometimes your appearances don't stay out till after nine. Don't steal out, still, you know, don't move in some areas. I should like, you know, like exhibiting your own fear on your behalf. Try as much as possible to be close to your parents, you know, like, bond you know, just bond with them anyhow. And just feel like the conversations like having, just going, there. Me, I know my dad lost politics, so him, so we just we go in there. And I think that that will actually be like, okay, they will have support for you, you know, having that kind of bonding with them, they have support for you and and you have to like and you have to like and you have to like be aware that they are not doing this not because they don't like you not not because they are just trying to be wicked or they are naturally wicked just basically how they are being brought up so that's like the only way they know and if you want it to be changed that means you need to like have a sit down conversation with them and you know put it, let, let them like reason with you so don't just become rebellious because many kids have become rebellious because they don't like The way their parents deal with it. So, so next time, where we shall be meeting again.